brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. And now your host for Live at Five, Stephen A. Turner. What's up and welcome to Live at Five, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry. Dedicated to you, committed to justice, that's FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner here in the friendly confines of the Owensboro Sports Center, joined by Coach Vic Evans. i tell you what, Steve, if you say anything about Westlands women's basketball, they rock the music out. That's all I have to do, say. Yeah, I'm not even a music fan and I'm enjoying it. Solid atmosphere in here at the Owensboro Sports Center. Still, uh, you know, give, give props to the Sports Center crew getting the Harlow uh, mess cleaned up and and ready for basketball here on a Monday. And uh, it's a football Monday. It's a basketball Monday. You name it, we got you covered from front to back. We always call it the fastest hour in football, but there will be a little bit of basketball uh, sprinkled in there as high school action kicks off around the area tonight. And we've also got a little bit of a story you got to be able to tell. i, I, I got to hear that. I have not heard this story. Oh, we haven't even talked about Hold it. On, me and you, <laughs> I, I specifically did not ask you well, about this because I wanted it on the air to get my natural reaction. No, nah, well, uh, we'll Okay, we'll discuss it. We got, you know, obviously Friday night's results, which are huge. We'll break that down. Uh, segment two, we'll talk a little Owensboro, give a Red Devil of the year and, and recap some of the games around the state. Segment three will be the Mark Stoops segment with the, the recap on Saturday, along with, you know, Kentucky holding on. I was the, the lone holdout that, that picked the Cats, I believe, on sa- Saturday. And I think they kind of proved my point a little bit that I made a couple weeks ago about beating Louisville versus bowl wins. But we'll talk about that as well and wrap up the show with the Danos NFL wraparound. There's plenty to discuss there, but uh, download the Owensboro Radio app. You can listen anywhere in the world. Follow along 1027 The Game, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Kicking it text line open 270-903-0389. Subscribe and like iTunes, Spotify, wherever you consume your podcast. And uh, yeah, like I say, I mean, we're a jam-packed, loaded show today. I know we originally had uh, talked about doing the girls preseason top 10 today. That's going to be pushed to Wednesday because it, we're just loaded today. We're loaded, I mean, yes. the Stoops thing kind of, you know, changed, you know, got to roll with the punches here. So we'll do the boys tomorrow, boys preseason top ten, and uh, the, the first team, all area, and then we'll do the girls the, the same on uh, Wednesday, and we're off and running for basketball. you got some games, and we'll talk about those in just a little bit because Ty Price and the Bears kick off their season tonight. But we got to start at Steel Stadium on Friday night because really that's where the weekend kind of began and uh, the Owensboro Catholic Aces do what they've been doing. Uh, you know, I keep waiting for that that team to come in and challenge them, and, and I, it just hasn't happened yet. I mean, they, they knocked Somerset out 44-15, to 15, and they do it in the way they've done it all season. The 28 first quarter points from the Aces, not really a stutter. They fumble the football. Somerset goes down and scores. They gain just a little bit of momentum for about five minutes until Brady Atwell takes the team right back down the field and answers the touchdown and closes the door on Somerset for good. But it was, uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. You know, me and I, I, I text some people, hey, make sure you get us a spot. You know, or, you know, it's, it's going to be a crowded box. But I saw where Somerset had said they were going to video stream the game. And I was like, well, that's odd that a, an opponent would come in and video stream, especially with Catholic. You know, think they would want the exclusive rights to the video stream. And I get there, and from what I gather, it was not permission granted for a video stream. Not only not that, only you that. had to pay for it. I wonder if they, I wonder if they actually had to, to do that with the KHSCA come tournament time. It cost. Yeah, I have no idea. All I know is, is that they had half the press box. 
I mean, I mean, I thought it was kind of crazy that, you know, that the radio crew and their video crew couldn't squeeze into the room down on the end. Have you ever been to Steel Stadium? There's a, a room kind of on each end of the box. That's usually what it is. You've got a radio crew on one end, a radio crew on the other end. Right. And, and that's the Catholic Sports Network has the one always, rightfully so. The, vid- the visitors usually have the one on the right, and then me and Chris will squeeze in right there at the very end. And, 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 and we've got spotters up there. I mean, I mean, we've made great friends. We've done enough Catholic games this year. To, to, I just want to thank everybody that was in the box up there from Owensboro Catholic on Friday night for, for really a great season. I mean, those guys are very accommodating. You know, uh, Mr. Cablin and company up there taking very good care of us all year. And to their credit, <laughs> they kind of told them, like, hey, that's not your spot. And, and they kind of just said, well, we'll ask for forgiveness. And me and Chris are standing, like, basically back-to-back with each other. And not only that, the worst part was, Vic, you know I'm a diva. You are. And I'm not a diva about room. Normally, I don't care. I'll set up anywhere. As long as I'm just happy to be there. The only problem with me having, me having to squeeze in was the window, the one window pane in the entire press box that had, like, condensation between the glass was the one right in front of me. And you could literally not see the field. Like, it was like looking through, I don't know, like a milked glass. Yeah, there, like there's, there's no, there's no, one in there see. that's really bad. Well, that's the one. And, of course, that's the one I have to take out. And, of course, it's freezing cold. And by the, and by the end of the game, I wasn't even statting the, the, the opponent's stats because my hands were so cold. But, so, yeah, you know, the Somerset folks came in and kind of took over. And here's, what they, here's what I don't understand. Steve, you know, I do this, you know, for a living as a sports director at 1027 The Game. And anywhere we're going, like, I email them a week in advance. Yes, you know? supposedly there was one crew that was approved, not two. And and that's what, you know, Ben, I felt bad for Ben. I went down there and talked to Ben. I was like, and I'm like, I'm not griping at you. I'm just griping to you more than anything because I'm going to be cold the whole time. But nevertheless, it worked itself out. Honestly, once my adrenaline got going, I barely noticed it. And then it. karma took over and you got waxed. You got waxed, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it was, uh, you know, that's that's my whining session. I didn't didn't really need to have that take place on the air, but it did. And at the end of the day, those Somerset guys at the end were, you know, very appreciative of, of us moving down. And we ended up becoming pretty good friends. By the It got off to a rocky start. Uh, but by the end, we were we were pretty good because it makes it a little easier when you send the team packing 44 to 15, and it was a complete domination by the Aces. And really, it's it's Brady Atwell, 476 yards, five touchdowns, eight rushes, 92 yards, and a touchdown, eight yards per carry as but a Catholic team. But can't run. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll see. They may have two Friday because it's I calling think, for rain in the early forecast Friday up there at Kroger Field. Yeah, I think they just choose not to. I, I think that's you know they, they choose the aerial attack and and rightfully so when you have one of statistically who could by the end of Friday could statistically be the have the greatest wide receiver season of any wide receiver in the history of Kentucky. He's one football. away. The the combination of Tuck Carico and Brady Atwell are one away. Twenty eight's the record. They're sitting at twenty seven. Yeah, looking to two more will do it. And if he's anything like he has been the last couple weeks, he's going to get there. Tuck Carrico, 10 catches, 177 yards, four scores. Warren Ebelhair uh, scored a touchdown before going out with an injury. Hope he's back. Kaiser Frick jumped in that role, and they didn't miss a beat. I mean, it was a well-oiled machine. I thought defensively is where Catholic set the tone. You know Catholic's going to do what they do offensively. The question is, always, all season long, even though they keep doing it and Underrated. doing it and doing it, uh, that, you know, you question the defense. Vince Carrico, 11 times. Tackles, uh, Frick, Sims, and Tut all with interceptions in the defensive line. They were the Kentron manufacturing players of the game for me and Riley. Both agreed that in the first quarter, you know, you had those kids 
coming in, uh, 2,000 yards between them. They're averaging over 200 yards a game between them. And, and in the first half, they did absolutely nothing running the football. It was Barrett Evans. It was it was Conkright in the middle. And then I thought who had a tremendous game. If I had to pick one, it would be Lyon, who absolutely just dominated the line of scrimmage. And those three down linemen, while they're undersized, they're very active. And I thought they kept the line events. They had 11 tackles, but honestly, it was kind of a light night for Ovince because those D linemen were up there doing the work. Yeah, they are very underrated. That entire defense is underrated now. It is going to get its biggest challenge all year long Friday at Kroger Field with Mayfield and Juju Starks. And I'm, I'm curious to see how it hand- I think they'll handle that. But I'm curious to see that matchup. Yeah, and I know I know the Catholic people are tired of hearing, well, they ain't played nobody. This has been the easiest path of any team, blah, 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 whatever. The bottom line is they're running clock, running clock and everybody in the first half. I mean, it's not like these games aren't even competitive. I mean, like, by, but with two minutes to go in the first quarter, the game was effectively over. I mean, it, Somerset can't throw the ball. They want to run it. You're down 28 nothing with three minutes to go in the first quarter. The game's over. It is. And, and, and that's, that's my thing. That's why I can't wait for Friday – just for me as a fan, just throw everything else out the window. I want to see if Owensboro Catholic, this Owensboro Catholic that I've seen all year, that has thoroughly dominated. I'm not, I'm not talking about just winning games. I'm talking they're going out and running clocking teams in the first quarter. If that team shows up to Kroger Field and Mayfield brings their best, both be teams great game. bring their absolute best, what does that game look like? Because sometimes in high school football, honestly, there's different levels to high school football. Grayson County goes 9-1. and one. Apollo wins two games. You flip their schedules, and I think you flip their records. So you don't really know what's real and what's you know, being propped up like, by who they play. It's kind of like Louisville being 10-1 and one and UK being, you know, 6-5. and five. That's 100% what, like that. Yeah. It is absolutely. And I'm not t- trying to take it away from Catholic. Me as the fan, because Brady Atwell, in my mind, is the best quarterback in the state. In my mind, too. Chuck Carrico is the best player in the state overall. Never comes off the field. And when he's out there, he makes an impact on every single play. I don't know very many kids that do that. And, and that, so what I want to see is – Okay, Mayfield has all this pub coming in, rightfully so. They beat LCA, they beat Beachwood. Now they're going to get Catholic. And, and, and can the Aces be that same juggernaut? And I don't see any – I would be blown away if, I, if, if at the end of the night on Friday that that Catholic offense hadn't put up 30-plus points on Mayfield. Well, I'll say this. There's one big difference. I know that Mayfield's beating LCA and they're beating Beachwood. And, hey, great – all the more power to it. It's an unbelievable run. Talking about the number, you know, two and three team in the last – or one and two team in the last poll from Bluegrass perhaps. But that was at War Memorial. It was. And there's a big difference of playing at War Memorial and having to go play at Kroger Field. I agree. But I just want to know what the level is. Well, Here's we're the find thing. Out. You watch Somerset warm up, and you look at the statistics, right, the, the running game, and you see them warm up. And even I, me and Chris were talking pregame. They I was, the like, eye test, I was like, this team looks good. And Coach Clevenger's a winner. I mean, this, this team's going to be going to find ways to attack Catholic in the run game. It did not happen. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you, the Aces flat dominated the line of scrimmage. Now, I look at Starks. Listen, I've watched a lot of Mayfield the last couple weeks in, in preparing to, to think this is the matchup we're going to get because people don't go into War Memorial and win. So you just assume that it was going to be Mayfield. And I like the matchup for Catholic. I mean, maybe I'm going to look like an idiot on Friday. Here's my thing. This is Monday, and there's a lot of time between now and the game. My Monday thoughts on this game, and Mayfield can put it on the on the bulletin board if they want. I think Catholic's two touchdowns better. I, mean, I, I just I just do. I mean, I, I've watched them a lot. 
it is what it is. Their DBs are susceptible. They, they're not going to overwhelm Catholic with their size. I do worry about the fifth-year senior factor. I think they've got a couple guys that are a little older, right? So that, that may make an impact. But one thing I don't worry about with Catholic in this spot is – getting wide-eyed at Kroger Field and coming out there and laying an egg because they've got dogs on their team. I mean, this team is full of dogs, and their coaching staff is full of dogs. And I think this team's going to be very well prepared, and they're going to execute the game plan like we see every Friday night at Steel right. Stadium. Right, and I'll say this, too, what I think helps Catholic in that aspect about being wide-eyed and bushy-tailed or whatever. Their guys play – so many of their guys play so many sports and have played in monster games, whether it be all-A basketball state tournaments, whether it be baseball state tournaments, Tournaments, all A baseball state tournaments, basketball regional tournaments. I, I, I'm like you. I think that they will play well, really well. And I think it's going to be a great game. I can tell you right now, Friday when it comes time to make the pick, I'm going Catholic. Now I know Mayfield. I think I read somewhere they're 14 and one all time versus Catholic High. Most of those have been down at War Memorial. Right. And not only that, the one time well, Catholic was a favorite and had it here, you get injuries. Uh, not just, you get a driving rainstorm. That's right. And in the first quarter, but, when you're moving the ball, Vaughn Williams breaks an ankle. And it may be. A, and here's the thing: if it's a driving, windy rainstorm on Friday, there's no doubt that benefits Mayfield. It does. I don't. I mean, I think Catholic can run the ball better than they've shown. Uh, well, not. Shown, they've shown they can run the ball. They just have it'll chosen be, not It'll be to. like a North Harden game where Brady goes for 197 yards or 171 yards. At the end of the day, I cannot bet against Brady Atwell. Me either. And I know Bluegrass Preps almost banned me for some sort of gambling reference for saying that. There's no way I can tuck care. Listen, there was a third and three the other night in, in a pivotal moment. I say pivotal. It was a moment where Somerset had just scored. It's a third and three. Catholics got to pick it up to keep the momentum from ga- gathering. Brady Atwell takes a snap, and, and to the sheer determination, dude, I don't think you could have hit him with a Mack truck and stopped him from getting the first down. That's the kind of team I, I've seen all year out of Catholic, and that's the kind of team I think we're going to see on Friday. And it's no disrespect to Mayfield. I want to be perfectly clear because those dudes may come house hunting for me or something because they're wild down there. They Mayfield. are. And, and here's the thing. I'm reading the Bluegrass Preps thread you know, all weekend long, which is up to like seven pages now, which is very entertaining if you want to go check that out. But It's 91% Mayfield, too. Well, not only that, I, 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 I will be on. Catholic is not getting any respect. Zero. Statewide. None. Zip. And they're not getting any respect from Mayfield people either. No. None. Well, here's what's crazy. Zero. Here's what's crazy. And, you know, and I'm not naming names, but you have parents and radio personalities from Mayfield reaching out to Catholic players on Facebook hoping to maybe get them to say something. I mean, yeah. Well, that, I mean, how crazy is that? Well, that's Mayfield. It's, it's just got that aura, and yeah. I like it. I mean, here's the thing. That's cool. That's fine. You do what you got to do, and, and that's part of the deal when you play Mayfield. And that, that, that's why when you beat them, it makes it sweeter. Yeah. Right? But it, you, you can't lose to them because then it, then it gets a little bit louder. But but that, that's going to be a very – listen, I got a lot of respect for Coach Morris down there in Mayfield. He he puts out a winning product year after year after year. That's one of the – not only the best programs in the state, it's one of the best storied programs in the country. And and, and so, I, you know, I, I think it's going to well, be a really cool matchup on Friday. Like, aren't they like top three in wins all time, I think and, and I think I, I read that somewhere that if you look at it since they started the, the KHSA playoffs, they've actually been in the state championship games more times than they haven't Yeah, in and a the, number of years. It's the, unbelievable. Lately, they haven't had a lot of success in the state championship. They've been able to get there several times, but lately, they've come up short. So, you know, I'm sure this will be a very determined group, especially those fifth-year guys that are, you know, this, this is their last opportunity at it. So, and they lost on a heartbreaker last year. And I will say this, 
Hats off to that kicker. I wish oh, I had yeah, his name in front of me. Yeah, he misses kick. the extra point. Mayfield last year, they lose to Beachwood 14-13 for a state championship. To go back to the state championship, you have to kick a field goal to beat Beachwood. To beat him, and yeah. he did it. And that yeah. is a tremendous story, and hats off to that kid for some redemption and not only that, down It's there. a great run by Mayfield with all that they went down through there with the tornadoes and stuff. Oh, I mean, for sure. And it, it's going to be it's going to be a packed I mean, it's going to be a monster crowd. I, I said I thought the two-way crowd would be the second biggest crowd in behind the 6A crowd. I think it, I think it has a chance to be, and I, I think – you know, like I said, there's no absolutely no district. When I say I think Catholics two touchdowns better, I just think that's I just think that's how it is in my eyes. And of course, I'm biased. I've got to call seven of this team's 14 victories well, this the year. The Cardinal Radio Network would say the same thing the other way, right? And that's fine. And that's fine. That's, fine. Yeah. that's just that's truly what I believe. I mean, if, if I told if I if I thought that you know that Mayfield was a better team and Catholic was coming in playing as an underdog, I'd I'd, I'd put that on the table. But I just don't. I, I I don't know how you can stop this offense for four quarters. No one's ever had to do it. If you get into a close game, you know, Brady and, and Tut and company aren't going to the sidelines in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if they would have played full bore against everybody all year, there's multiple games this year where they score over 100 points. Well, Brady would have Brady would have broke the record. I mean, he's at 60-something <laughs> touchdowns. The record's 91. He would have broken that record. Yeah. Here's the great thing, Steve, and for people out there listening, programming note, because it's all signed, sealed, and delivered, Friday, live at 5, we'll be live at KS Bar. We'll be live at noon. Live at noon. Uh, noon that- our time, 1 to 2. To Lexington time. Come in there and eat. We'll do a tailgate show right there. It's all being brought to you by Muster Funeral Home. There you go. And, and this JW. Hey, when JW gets in the game, he's Mr. Tackle for Loss. Yes. I mean, like the last two weeks, he's got like six tackles for losses. This dude is going to be a stud on the D-line for Owensville Catholic as well, man. But, but no, it's going to be a lot of fun at the KS Ball. We're going to so, hope. Calico fans, listen, make your plans. This, that could be good news, Catholic fans. That could be horrible news because it's a new team. If you look if you look at our records and uh, pregame shows, we haven't won ever. <laughs> so you're looking to break a lot of molds on Friday, and I'm looking forward to hyping this game all week. I know later in the week we'll have uh, some players and Coach Morris. I think that we're looking for uh, to record that interview act so they'll have time to get their practices in. And we'll have probably our, have it on Thursday. And we'll bring in the, the defensive player of the year and the offensive player of the yeah, year too. Absolutely, yeah. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a jam packed week here hyping up state tournament basketball is kicking off around the area. We're here at the Owensboro Sports Center is the Kentucky Wesleyan ladies tip-off here in about 12 minutes, taking on Illinois Springfield. If you're looking for uh, some basketball action here in the borough, this is the place to find it, and it'll be a great product on the floor by the Neemans. we come back, we'll talk about Owensboro Bowling Green and around the state football. Before we talk about Stoops in segment three, live at five here, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry. Hi, this is Travis Hutchery of Foreman Watson Holtry. You know, our attorneys are dedicated to you and committed to justice, just like the crew from Live at Five, who are also dedicated to bringing you our local sports coverage and committed to doing it justice by spotlighting all of our local athletes and coaches. That's why FWH Legal is proud to bring you the Live at Five show on Owensboro ESPN Station. Join Steve Turner and Nick Evans for Live at Five each weekday at 5 o'clock right here on 102.7 The Game. Brought to you, as always, by Foreman Watson Holtry. Dedicated to you, committed to justice. FWHlegal.com. Real marketing is an opportunity to increase profits and reduce marketing risk. By partnering with Superior Ag, you work with one local grain buyer and keep your county in one place. Beyond delivery to our company-owned elevators, we offer contracting and delivery to ethanol producers, river locations, feed manufacturers, distilleries, and processing markets. Superior Ag utilizes hedging, basis trading, cash contracting, and options-based contracts. Start your partnership with Superior Ag today to begin sharing the success and the profits. 812-385-3487. 
Join the Hausner Hard Chrome team. We're looking for a Class A CDL driver and shipping receiving material handler in Kentucky. With us, you're not just a driver, but a part of our proud logistics family. As a bonus, we reward your hard work and dedication with paid vacations, paid holidays, health benefits, 401k, and profit sharing. Apply at hausnerinc.com or in person at 3094 Medley Road. Class B CDL drivers are also welcome to apply. Green River Area Federal Credit Union has been serving the Owensboro community since 1959. With that comes being a proud supporter of not only area high school athletics, but also partnering with Live at Five, the number one sports show in Western Kentucky. With a wide array of products to meet your financial needs, come see what a difference it makes when you partner with a local community credit union. Visit our new website, GreenRiverAFCU.com, or stop by and see us today. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Jordans, Nikes, Yeezys, and more. If you're a shoe enthusiast, you know these shoes are hard to come by. Well, not anymore. Now open in Owensboro, Kickin' It is bringing you all these name brands and more. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Kickin' It not only sells shoes, but as enthusiasts, they buy and trade as well. Be sure to check out their collection of vintage, single stitch, and designer clothing. Kickin' It is located at 201 Salem Drive. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Kickin' It 270. There's something for everyone at the Angot County Public Library. Join us Mondays at the Hazel location and Wednesdays at the Wolfsport Branch for kids programming. Babies at 9.30, toddlers at 10.45, and preschoolers at 1. Introduce your child or grandchild to the love of reading and meet new friends while you're at it. It's all free at the Hancock County Public Library, connecting our community. Searching for an experienced primary care physician in Owensboro? At Vineyard Primary Care, you can pick the practitioner that is right for you and will help you meet your health care needs. We have two new providers, Kelsey Pedley and Sylvia Sweat. Come see us at our new location, 3805 Fairfield Drive, Owensboro, for all your primary care needs. Or visit vineyardprimarycare.com to learn more and schedule your appointment. Vineyard Primary Care, friendly, knowledgeable physicians that provide personalized care. Local sports at its finest, live at five with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at five brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. And I know we got the Catholic game in on segment one, but Vic, you guys were down the right implement game of the week uh, down in Bowling Green. It did not go our way on, on Friday night. No, I mean, Oldsboro, listen, special teams really hurt them. You know, the two short punts were. No, it has in the in, past. In the past against Bowling Green, it has been, you know, you go back to that state championship game, you had the long punt. There was like a 65 yard punt, had a, a, a penalty for uh, illegal procedure, and then they shank one like 17 yards, and that turned into be you know, both Bowling Green touchdowns back then were on really short really, field. Yep. And it was a game of field position. You know, Bowling Green takes the opening kickoff, they get a return, you get a face mask penalty, they start at the Orangeboro 47, and their first four drives all started in Orangeboro territory because of some bad punts, you know, and and it's just, it's one of those where Orangeboro just did not play well, Bowling Green played really well, and the big key factor was Deuce Bailey. Even when Orangeboro brought pressure, he literally would just run backwards for like 15 yards and either throw it away or find somebody open. They really, they really struggled with Deuce Bailey, and that's one reason that kid's an unbelievable quarterback.
quarterback. I think the thing that stood out to me as I was keeping up with the game from a distance was just, you know, we talked all week about this isn't the Bowling Green defense that we've known. I evidently they were listening to Live at Five and they plastered that right on the bulletin board because the defense shut Owensboro down and Owensboro didn't score until the backups came in. That that shocks me a little bit. It kind of baffles me. Yeah, and, and, and offensively Owensboro didn't play well. Now, I thought, you know, they, they you know, one time I think early in the game to Deion Crow took a shot down the field, had his man beat. He was just out, outside his hands. But other than that, you know, Bowling Green would rush four or five. They kind of play zone behind it and sit on the short passing game. And they got pressure against DeLacy. And the big difference was not that DeLacy can't run or can't move around, but they kept him entrapped where he couldn't get outside the pocket, where Bailey was able to move around and just go backwards and throw the ball away. Bowling Green that night was by far and away the better team. I, I, I thought it would be a much closer game, but hats off to Bowling Green. I mean, they played really, really well. Yeah, and for Owensboro, you know, they, they get they have a lot coming back. They lose a lot in the defensive backfield. In, in, in the middle of that offensive, the offensive line. line. You're talking line. about Williams. Yep. Those are big ones. Lindsay, you're talking about Lindsay, start, a four-year starter there. Williams, a three-year starter. That's going to be big to replace. Now, skill position-wise, they do bring just about everybody back. Yeah, and Rhodes and Rhodes is our uh, Owensboro Red Devil year, and we didn't discuss this. I've been to talk to you about this during the break. Well, it's no question. Go, who is it? It's you, Evan Hampton. There you go. It's not a question. I was going to let you name it. I had it that narrowed down to Crow and Hampton. I thought the way the Red Devils turned the corner late in the season, really the way Hampton sparked them, and I, I thought he, he helped to be the big part of the reason why they beat South Warren in the playoffs. It went a little farther than a lot of people thought. Now, is it disappointing they lose to Bowling Green the way they did? Absolutely. But I think you can still call the season a success it because is. the youth of Owensboro, you know, took a step and they beat a South Warren team, and I think that's a big feather in the, the cap for this group. The only problem is that is Bowling Green's quarterback comes back, their number one yeah. receiver. I will say, here's what Bowling Green... Well, you Green, eventually got to beat Bowling Green. Right. I yeah, mean, listen, you, know, you can't they, lose they, 19 they, out of 20 times. Here's what Bowling Green did really well early in the game. You know, we talk about having weapons, and everybody talked about Barber and the weapon he was. They schemed open Barber and did as, you know, with the wide receiver screens and with some of the play calling they had to find a way. He had like eight catches on the night. Now, it only went for like 80, 80 to 85 yards, but they got the ball in his hands in space multiple, multiple times. And I think it's what you have to do going forward. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's not the, the ending the Red Devils wanted. I still think it was a successful year. That's a tough gauntlet when you got to go through South Warren and Bowling Green to get there. And this group will improve. I think the Lacey will be a lot better next year. But you do have to find some some guys on the the offensive line. Those are two massive pieces. And uh, the defensive line. Cortland Howard's a big loss, too. Oh, yeah. There's I mean, no he doubt. He was dominant. There's no doubt. The thing about Owensboro is, though, you just go back to the well, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the talent cupboard is never bare uh, when it comes to the Owensboro Red Devils. I know across the state, you know, the, the 1A playoffs are set, or championship set, Pikeville and Raceland. Pikeville survived Campbellsville 28-21. I know up in 3A, there was a big uh, Bell County, takes down Hart County, breaks the heart of Hart County, right? 30-28. to That was a, a barn burn. It, it went was. right down to the wire. Hart County led up until late, and then you uh, had the big score by Bell. Cal rolls there, so it'll be Bell and Cal in the 3A. Cal heavy favorites yes. uh, in that matchup up there in the battle of all the unbeatens in 4A. What a, what a group that is. Covington Catholic had to rally from behind to beat Paducah Tillman. I took the Blue Tornado. I did too. But, uh, you know, Covington Catholic at home, that's a that's a tough trip for Paducah. And that's that's a good Covington Catholic That's going to be a great state championship game with them in Boyle County. If you look at, like, at the KSR 
rankings of all the classifications, that's number one versus number three. Winner of that game probably will be the overall, overall number, number one. Overall number one, and, and probably should be. Uh, you know, you moved to 5A. It was a team that we thought maybe Owensboro would play, and we were right on that one. We got that one right. Cooper takes down Highlands in the rematch, 17-15. What a, what a polar opposite game. That game was like 58-51 in the regular season. Yeah, and then Cooper shanks a punt there late, and they're down two, and Highlands has the ball, I think, to start the drive at the uh, at the Cooper 27 and couldn't get points, like yeah, in the last tough, 40 seconds. Tough deal there. And then uh, you talk about a barn burner with uh, Trinity and Frederick Douglass. Overtime game. Frederick Douglass scores late. A little controversy. Yeah, that's what you're going to get. There's in, pass interference. In those types of games. But uh, Trinity. If it wasn't tipped. I don't know if it was tipped or not. I that's heard, the question. I yeah. heard people say maybe it was tipped. But uh, but Frederick Douglass' uh, season comes to an end. Trinity will move on to another a state championship game where they'll face our old friend, Coach Philip Hawkins, and Brian Station. Congratulations to Coach Hawkins. I know he was a good friend to Live at Five when he was a coach here at Apollo, came in and got some really nice interviews with us, especially about recruiting and stuff. So cheering for Coach Hawkins to take down the giant that is Louisville Trinity. It's going to be a tough road to hold there sure with Trinity. Is. No, it certainly is. And then we already uh, spoiled it, but uh, that, that Mayfield-Beachwood game was everything it was built up it was. to be. It absolutely was. Those last few minutes were just bonkers. I mean, you feel the momentum swing. Beachwood, you know, ties the game, and then Mayfield goes down and fumbles the ball, and then Beachwood has all the momentum in the world only to throw an interception. That, that's the play of the game. You know, that's you it. fumble inside your own 10, and it's a tied ball game, and you're going to go in to take the – and if you go in and score there, you probably win the game. And then Mayfield, that's one thing they've done against LCA and against Beachwood is intercept passes, and that's what Catholic can't do come Friday. That's right. And turnovers will be key. If they can turn – whoever wins the turnover battle obviously always has a better chance to win the game. But but uh, you got to give Mayfield a lot of credit. Uh, even though it's at home, to grind out – when that, that momentum swung, I thought, okay, this is going to be it. Beachwood's going to overtake them here. And, and I thought Beachwood would have been a little bit tougher matchup for Catholic just because of the size and physicality on both sides of the ball. I will say one thing about Mayfield. We talk about, you know, uh, the, the under-the-radar guy like Tuck Carrico, underrated. Their quarter quarterback is also underrated. He runs that offense so efficiently, and I don't think he gets enough credit. Mayfield's quarterback does. Sure, Cartwright, yeah. Yeah, because of, of Starks and, and Mayfield. Oh, yeah. I just don't think he gets enough well, credit. Just super smart kid. Yeah. You can just tell. I mean, he he runs, like you said, he runs that offense like a well-oiled machine. We'll talk about, before we jump into the stoop stuff, when we come back, we also have Daniel's NFL wraparound, and we'll talk about the high school basketball kicking off tonight. we got some big games around the area. We're about to get the anthem here at the Sports Center, so we'll take a quick break. You listen to Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, 1027 The Game. Mac Industrial Services and Coatings provides labor and high-powered water blast and back services to local power plants, granaries, paper mills, refineries, aluminum and steel plants, along with many others. With locations in Mount Vernon and Evansville, Indiana, right off Highway 41, they can service the entire tri-state area. They are growing and expanding their services, so give them a call at 812-202-6146 for all your local plant support needs. Mac Industrial Services is family-owned and locally operated. This is Coach Evans with Live at Five. And when life happens and you have roof or siding damage, give our friends a call at Above All Roofing and let Chris Estes get your problem solved. They also do windows and seamless gutters. Mention you heard it on Live at Five and get $1,000 off roof replacements. 
Bowling. Level up your next party at Diamond Lane South's Lane 25 Social Suite. Perfect for any 21-plus party occasions, like wedding and engagement showers, adult birthdays, or any excuse to get together with friends. The Lane 25 Social Suite includes the use of our Lane 25 seating area, which features large screen TVs and comfy seating. We even have a full kitchen and bar. Must call to reserve. 270-685-2695. Level up your next party at Diamond Lane South. Hi, this is Travis Holtry of Foreman Watson Holtry. You know, our attorneys are dedicated to you and committed to justice, just like the crew from Live at Five. We're also dedicated to bringing you our local sports coverage and committed to doing it justice by spotlighting all of our local athletes and coaches. That's why FWH Legal is proud to bring in the Live at Five show on Owensboro ESPN station. Join Steve Turner and Nick Evans for Live at Five each weekday at 5 o'clock right here on 102.7 The Game. Brought to you, as always, by Foreman Watson Holtry. Dedicated to you, committed to justice. FWHlegal.com. Perry County Memorial Hospital Quick Care is here with walk-ins welcome from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. Same-day appointments are available for the quick care you need. Not feeling well? Perry County Memorial Hospital Quick Care is here to help. Call 812-547-3447 for more information. Be seen today with Perry County Memorial Hospital Quick Care at 109 U.S. Highway 66 East in Tell City. Perry County Memorial Hospital, closer to your heart, closer to your home. PCHospital.org. Fastlane Auto Repair Plus is an extension of the Fastlane Auto Repair that you know and trust. Offering vehicle repair for domestic, imports, and diesel. Located at 1709 Breckenridge Street. Fastlane Auto Repair Plus. Stop by our new location or call us to schedule your vehicle needs today. 270-713-0708. That's 270-713-0708. Fastlane Auto Repair Plus. Offering more auto repair services you can trust to get you fixed and back on the road. Introducing Feta Pizza's November Pizza of the Month, the Chicken Bacon Ranch Pizza. Imagine a succulent roasted chicken, decadent homemade ranch dressing, crispy bacon, and melty mozzarella. All on our hand-tossed house-made dough made fresh daily. Choose to indulge in a whole pizza or savor it by the slice. Find us downtown right beside Smothers Park. It's Feta Pizza's November Pizza of the Month, the Chicken Bacon Ranch Pizza. Visit Fisher's Furniture and Appliance in Tell City, featuring home stretch furniture built with quality in USA. Exceptional furniture built for longevity. At Fisher's Furniture and Appliance, we're proud of our American workforce and their unmatched workmanship. Visit our showroom to see our home stretch furniture that is stylish, durable, and affordable recliming furniture. Check out our newest deals on our Facebook page or website, gofishers.com. Your hometown's preferred dealer for brilliant. Hi, I'm Karen Gross, Realtor with REMAX Professional Realty Group. Are you looking for an affordable house just outside of the city? Well, my listing on Highway 144 in Philpot may be for you. It's a three-bedroom, one-bath home with an open barn with two stalls. If you're interested, call or text me at 270-315-9810. I'm Karen Gross, and your dream is my mission. 270-315-9810. Local sports at its finest, live at five with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. 
Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here at the Owensboro Sports Center getting set for tip-off here as the Kentucky Wesleyan women playing host to Illinois Springfield. Got the uh, war- the lineups coming out now, Vic. But the big question I have from, from Saturday for you is, uh, is there a changing of the guard in the Commonwealth? We'll see. <laughs> Hold on, I didn't say there was. I just put it out you as tw- a poll. <laughs> you, tweet- <laughs> you tweeted that out midway just- through the game. I said, I think he might be getting ahead of Hold himself. Hold on, now. I just, just put it out bit. as a poll. Is all I put it out. It was before the game. Oh, it was before the game. Was before I don't think so. Game. I think you said Louisville's running it for like seven yards a carry right now. I'll it looks. Go back is and is look. that going to be a changing of the guard in the in the Commonwealth? It was a poll. And- I was asking the question. And Kentucky said not yet. Not yet. They did. Not hey, yet. The big kicker t- the kicker turn was the biggest play of the game. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it certainly. And the two fumbles. The second half, the way Kentucky played in the second half, I think, was the Kentucky team that people have been waiting to see all year. And for people thinking, oh, they were just going to fade off, this is Kentucky-Louisville. I mean, that's, that's why I picked Kentucky in the game. This game means so much more than a random Saturday afternoon in South Carolina. When you're I talking about. The, co- the, the poll I put out there said, is this the day Brom starts to take the state back? Oh, I didn't even see the poll. I just saw a changing of the guard in the Commonwealth. And I thought, that, that looks like that tweet might have got deleted. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't delete tweets. <laughs> that being said, uh, what do you think about the game? I mean, at the end of the day, Kentucky came out. They got the win in the second half. And, and for Louisville, you know. Oh, where, that, where, there, that's the one you're talking where about. Where does it leave it? What's it say? Cars just running it down the U.K.'s throat. The play calling of Louisville and their lines just better. Change of the guard in the Commonwealth question mark. Yeah, so you got a little jump the gun a little bit. You got to wait no, till the fat I, lady hey, sings. I, I'll give it to the UK. Uh, the, uh, and hey, I'm a, you know I'm not a Louisville fan. I'm just giving you trash. I know. Chris, you, Chris you, loved Chris, that tweet. I know. Chris, Chris but, loved that tweet. I think. No, the, I thought the, the 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 play by Brown and the return set it up. But UK dominated that entire second half. They ran when they wanted to. You got the two big turnovers, and I give it to the coaching staff and Coach Duke. So I've been down on this year. Not down on. I just think. Stoops has kind of plateaued at Kentucky. I think there need to be some changes, and you heard on KS Bar that maybe this whole situation has maybe will lead to some changes. But for them to get up and play when this season's been down and kind of all the back half of the season been bad, I give them a lot of credit for that. Yeah, and it, it doesn't, you know, it, it, it's Kentucky Louisville. It's easy to get up for, right? You saw the the bad blood in the pregame and, and throughout the game. There was a lot of talking. The, the crowd was really into it. I mean, that's that's what that's what college football needs late in the season. They need games that matter to people, and I thought that that made a big difference. And, and then, of course, you get the news early in the day. Pete Thamel breaks the news that you know Mark Stoops floats his name out there. And, and to me, whenever he was breaking that on game day at like 11 a.m., it sounded like it was a done deal. I mean, it sounded like it was already in the works and they're ready to cash in on Mark Stoops and as the day goes along you get the he got Shiano'd yeah well yeah you get the tweet that he's that he's you know we're at the concert and Chris shows me the tweet that he's he's taking the A&M job and then it wasn't until we got home that night I think or at least close to home like 1 a.m. that Stoops you know releases a statement that he's going to stay I know KSR's already went through it 
Matt Jones is giving Listen, his side of the story. Both, both sides, both schools, quote unquote media, whether it's Texas A&M's media or 2K's media, they're going to float their narrative. Both of them are, you know, because Texas A&M wants to look at, hey, it was we didn't do this, and then Stoops wants to say we did. I didn't accept the job. I was thinking about it because you want to be able to go back in and, and save face with the fan base. So I don't know what happened. You know, I'd love for somebody to tell me was he on a plane down there to Texas. The thing is, does it matter? No, you in know, two weeks, nobody. You know, like Matt, like Matt was saying today, it doesn't matter whether you believe him or not. You know, whatever his side of the story, or to me, it doesn't matter what the story is. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I don't dis. I don't. I, as a Kentucky, if I was a, a hardcore Big Blue Nation, I don't know that it would bother me too much because you have to wonder if he has plateaued. I mean, that's been a question that Kentucky fans have been asking listen, for weeks. There are listen, and I know as soon as you start to put out, like as soon as that broke, you know, all, on Twitter, all the UK fans were like, okay, we're going to go back to our two and ten ways. First of all, listen, what Stoops has done has been incredible. Now, the school has also made a big, huge investment in football that you never got with Rich Brooks or the guys before him. Let's right. just face that, too. Yeah. A lot more but, support. Yes, but Stoops has done an amazing job getting to Kentucky where he's at. My question is, and I've, all, and I've said it's not has to do with his coaching. It has to do with the style that he want to try to beat people 21-17 or 24-17. Now, I do think, you know, Matt talked about this today, that – there were some guys that got to say some things where they were trying to figure out what's going on. And I do think that, you know, for for Kentucky to take that next level, he's got to turn that offense completely over to his coordinator. It can't be – you can't win games. Like, even Nick Saban's changed and now winning games, you know, well, scoring points. That's what you – because college football set up to score points. The rules are set up for the offense. You've got to be an offensive team if you want to get to that next level. Well, the, the question really out of the whole thing, I think from, from the very beginning is – is you know is Kentucky better off with Stoops or would, would it would it, is it time? And I mean you know you don't of course you're not going to fire Stoops. He's done a tremendous job, especially coming off the win over Louisville. You know that kind of I think that stabilized the season a little bit, at least balanced it out a little bit. So that's not going to happen. But in my eyes, I just feel like it's a change would, would not be the worst thing in the world for Stoops or for Kentucky. So I thought it was a win-win. I thought okay, a And M's going to get a guy. Now I don't know why Texas A&M went Stoops like why Mark Stoops would ever want to take the A and M job over the Kentucky job where if you win six games and you beat Louisville, it's a successful year and you're making nine million a year where if you go with A&M and you do that, you're going to get fired well, in Because years. one, you get the, the state of Texas to recruit in that turns out as many Division One players as possible. Number two, look at the NIL. I mean, NIL, if he'd have taken the job, I think that would have been the number one I key. agree there, but what's because A&M ever want? A&M is a lot bigger than they think they are. They, no, they're a lot smaller than they think they are. They're not as big as a program as you think so no, even but, a great job by a head coach is not going to get that program to where they think it's i don't be. know here's the thing i think jimbo was, was a disaster but i, I thought he, he wasn't he, a disaster for florida off, state though no he lived off jameson winston he was a, a disaster except jameson winston now here's the thing a and i don't know it's about got that. the fifth largest school endowment in america Behind like Yale, Harvard, University of Texas, Stanford, and in Texas A&M, you got the oil money. You get the right guy there at Texas A&M. The problem also at Texas A&M Texas is Texas A&M has never won anything. No, they haven't. They've but never here's won the one of, Here's the thing too: their boosters are a lot more involved than they are anywhere that's else. Fine. And that's a problem. That's, I'm about to say that's not a good thing. No, I mean, it's a problem. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's more stress, more pressure, and about the same amount of money. So, I mean, at the end of the day, but you got a better shot at winning a national title at Texas A&M than you do at UK. That's 
Maybe. Yeah, I'd say slightly. I mean, with all that backing, you're probably right. But but the and if the school's got seventy five thousand kids graduating. The, the alumni. The margin of the error is a lot smaller, though. I mean, the, the stress of taking that job is something big. Now, the, the next question is, where does Kentucky go from here? You know, it's that's going to be the question. Does this affect recruiting? You know, those types of things. And that's why I say I, it doesn't matter to me, but it might matter to some people that that Kentucky's been recruiting, and maybe they oh. see them one foot. They, they see Stoops as one foot out the door. And maybe that does damage, and maybe that opens it up a little bit more for Brom. I, maybe I, I think I think keeping him. Now listen, I think if you had to get a new coach in, you were going to take a step back for a couple of years because you'd added mass exodus at UK. You know, signing. You know, the portal opens up on December eighth. I mean, that's why Kentucky was going to have to name their next coach. Anymore, you got to name them quick, quickly. Yeah. So I thought Kentucky would have named their next coach. I think it had been one of three guys. It had been Vince, it had been Cohen, or it had been Summerall. And I think he'd have been named literally by, by Monday. Uh, but so, but I do think, I do think if, if in the long run, if what we hear about the staff and some changes in the culture and things that are going to be made happen. Then this may be a good thing for UK because I think I, I think you can. I need some we sort talk, of shake up. When we talk about plateauing, if he'll turn that offense over to Cohen and get out of the way and change some of the culture things, then you may be able to take another step. No, uh, yeah. And at the end of the day, it needs to be some life breathed into it. I feel like you know, anytime a coach is somewhere for so long, it gets a little stagnant. I mean, you know, one of the, all the great NFL coaches after you have such a long tenure, it's tough. Uh, it's, you know, unless you're having a lot of success, like a Nick Saban or something it's real it's real tough to maintain that so I feel like there needed to be a little bit of, of change in the program but around college football on Saturday of course Michigan gets the big win they finally played somebody Vic and backed it up I thought McCarthy played really really well in that game yeah and I thought Lou Holtz proved to be right all day about Ryan Day <laughs> so, <laughs> so at the end of the day I mean we we're, we're gonna circle we're gonna we're going to completely sidestep the Michigan not playing anybody part and just go with the no, Ryan No, Michigan Day. played well. And I thought Michigan played well. I mean, you got to give them credit on that. I thought they played really well. And and now they get Iowa for a chance to go to the college football playoffs. <laughs> they can't beat Iowa. I, I know. But, no, I mean, you got to hand it to what the job that Harbaugh's done and what Michigan's done. But, you know, if you're Ohio State, you, I know you don't want to get rid of Ryan Day, but now you're looking getting into, like, Cooper territory, you know, you know, where you can't beat Michigan. Can't beat them now. Look out. Yeah, I guess there was no sign stealing this time around, so I don't, they got it done anyway. Bama survives the Iron Bowl and a crazy finish that only Alabama could provide. Yes, I mean, how you, you can't put them away. No, not here. What's crazy is, and what's crazy is the SEC's happy because the SEC had a shot of getting nobody in the playoffs. They did. Because yeah. if you think about it, if Bama loses that game and then they beat Georgia, the SEC champions got two losses. They would have had it. Teams. I don't think so because I think this year, because of what everybody's record, what's going to happen, I think you're probably going to have to be either a one-loss runner. I think Georgia can get in if they lose to Bama. But I don't think you could get in not being a conference champion or like Ohio State, not even being in the conference division not champion. Not even being in it, yeah. When you're going to have Washington or Oregon, it's going to be a one-loss conference champion. you got a chance to be in Texas. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Washington. Florida State could be undefeated if they can find a way to beat Louisville. I'm looking forward to Washington, Oregon. I think Oregon's the best team in the country. Yeah, Washington, Oregon will be right here on 1027 the game Friday. I, I think I think I, that, Oregon's just dismantling people. They I are. Mean, they're not just winning games. They're beating teams by four and five touchdowns a week in and week out. I think that's the best team in the country. Last but not least, the Cards. If they bounce back and find a way to beat Florida State, I mean, the season's still a smashing success, right? No one. The, 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 the Kentucky loss obviously is a you know. 
obviously a black eye on the season, but at the end of the day, if they can they can win the ACC championship, I mean, that, is that not bigger than beating Kentucky? Uh, yeah, it is because you're going to get to go to the really in trouble. whatever. But I, it, go, it also goes to show you that the difference of, uh, and especially now when you've got – you know, Oklahoma and Texas. You got USC and, and uh, Washington going uh, to the Big Ten. The ACC, I know you got Stanford and Cal, but the ACC really becomes JV football, kind of like the Pac 12 was. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how that landscape changes through, too throughout the uh, the offseason. But 14 uh, 11 here, Illinois Springfield ahead of Kentucky Wesleyan. We're still in the first period. And it's up and down. It is a fun game. I'm, not, I'm having a hard time keeping a train of thought because I'm watching basketball. There's a third region basketball. Basketball kicking off tonight around the area. We'll, we'll start with that, then go right into the Danos NFL wraparound and take you home on a Monday, live at 5, 1027 the game. Since 1876, Home Mutual has helped provide all your insurance needs from home and auto to life, health, and any commercial needs. Let one of our local insurance professionals help you with any of your insurance questions. Call and get that free quote today, 812-547-2363. At 532 Main Street in Tell City, Home Mutual Insurance, protecting the things you love. Home Mutual Insurance, protection for the things you love. Lurid Building Supply is your one-stop shop for all your lumber and hardware needs. We're also a metal sales dealer with a full stock of metal roofing. And while you're there, check out their selection of Traeger grills and accessories. Located on Highway 81 in Sacramento. Since 1960, Miller Tire Center has provided McLean County and the surrounding areas with custom name brand tires and automotive service. Go see them on 675 Main Street in Sacramento or give them a call at 270-736-22541. You've heard of AI. We want you to know that some messages and content we broadcast is produced using AI. All content produced or written with AI is supervised by our staff before airing. AI is only a tool for all of us, and we use it for that purpose. You can be assured that we will not use AI in any way that is unworthy of your trust. Sacramento Deposit Bank has proudly been serving McLean County and the surrounding area since 1895. Come see us for all your banking needs at 335 Main Street in Sacramento. Call us today at 270-736-2212. In a season where joy is woven into every heart and laughter hangs in the frosty air, you have the power to make it even better for a child this Christmas. Vapetronics, located at 1741 Sherm Road, is an official Toys for Tots drop-off location. Toys for Tots, a beacon of for children need your support and Vapetronics can get there with your help stop by Vapetronics today and treat yourself while dropping off an unwrapped new toy for a child in need Vapetronics 1741 Sherm Road Suite 2 by Priceless Foods because every child deserves a little Christmas Hey, this is Johnny Calhoun at the Goodman's Barbershop, 452 East 18th Street. Early birds, come see me as early as 6.30 in the morning. I don't want to be everybody's barber. I just want to be your barber. This is Johnny Calhoun at Goodman's Barbershop. Hey, sports fans, come visit Sports Country at their new location, 317 Park Plaza Drive. Find everything from authentic team jerseys to fun tailgating tumblers, decals, and more. Make game day even better with Sports Country. Looking for unique and affordable furniture, antiques, new mattresses, and more? Look no further than Don's Consignment. Our constantly rotating inventory means new treasures every time you visit. Visit Don's Consignment today. Just drive down Breckenridge Street until you see all the purple. 
Go where the herd goes with the fast, durable Kubota Sidekick. Featuring a gas-powered engine that delivers a top speed of 40 miles per hour, best-in-class acceleration and handling with cargo, and a strength to haul whatever needs hauling. All backed by a two-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Herd cattle, mend fences, and get every job done right with the Kubota Sidekick. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Check them out today at Hagen's Outdoor Equipment. Now with three locations to serve you. Highway 54, Fulpot, Salem Drive, and Lawrenceboro, and Power Machinery on Highway 41 in Hanson. We appreciate your business. And now, more live at five with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at five from the Owensboro Sports Center, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry here in the final segment. KWC battling back 14 16, Illinois Springfield here in the first quarter. Also, have high school action kicking off around the area on the boys' side tonight. Vic South Warren at Butler County. Nice, interesting uh, boys' game there. Cloverport at McLean. So, Coach Lineman and company kicking off the season tonight as well. And then the ladies that play right here at the Owensboro Sports Center, Owensboro Catholic. They're at Castle tonight. What a great opening uh, that's test all, there. That's been their opening game for like the last three or yeah. four years. That'd be a great game. And then this week we've got, you know, our, our coverage here at Cromwell starts. For, you know, you got uh, tomorrow you got McLean County uh, boys and you've got Southern Indiana game of the week. Friday we open up the Red Devil right in put my Red Devil game of the week with uh, Owensboro's girls hosting Pulaski County. And then Saturday we got Hancock County on BIO. There you go. So we're rolling right into the season and uh, tip off all around the area taking place. Uh, you got Cal at Meade County on the girls' side tonight, too. Monroe at Edmonton. So we'll have some results for you on tomorrow's show. Let's get into this Dano's NFL wraparound. Hey, make sure you check out Dano's for your for Christmas gifts for your dad with their, with their specials, whether it be tools and items, gift cards. They have all of that right out there at Dano's uh, on uh, Highway 54. Yeah, and a uh, great place. And it is a great place for some, some Father's Day, uh, for Father's Christmas gifts. I should say Father's Day is not till June. I don't even know where I'm at right now. Let's move it into this uh, segment here because at least it's not. I'm not having a bad day at Frank Wright. No. I can tell you that much. Listen, when the NFL has been going on for 100 years, Steve, and you as a coach, something happens to you that's never happened before in the NFL, it's been a bad day. Yeah, and, and it's not a good thing. No. It's never happened. It's no. a bad thing. And, and here's the thing. with, And I don't want to spend it. We're going to run through these. i got a lot of different okay. ones to, uh, to talk about. But, but uh, the owner of the Panthers, I mean, that, that organization is an absolute disaster. When, yes. you have, when you have your owner making draft picks and your coach doesn't want the pick that you got and then you fire him because the pick didn't turn out and it was your pick, yeah. I mean, I can't blame Frank Wright for that. And you're upset that the guy that the coach wanted has been putting up better numbers than your guy. Terrible. Has yeah. Jalen Hurts the MVP now? I mean, can anybody else get it from him? Uh, Bland from Dallas, can you give him the MVP and the defensive yeah, MVP? There you go. I mean, Maybe. You know, I don't know. No, I mean, I think Hurts is. I, listen, I think Dak's got an outside shot at it, depending on what goes on. You have to beat a winning team. Well, Every time they, they play they somebody play good, the they lose. I'm just saying these. I'm talking about guys that have shots. Right. Dak would have a shot. If you can go and you can beat the Eagles and you can find a way to get back in that race, there's a shot at it. Um, the way Hurts is played at the end of the game. probably Hurts. You're talking about going against Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, the Niners next week. And you go, you three Dallas and again. Yeah. And then the Seahawks. If they can end that streak with maybe one loss, it would be an incredible stretch for the Eagles, who I keep saying just don't look that good, but somehow or another, when the, when the chips are down, they make the play. They I mean, keep winning. They find ways to win. I thought the Bills played their best game of the season in defeat. As Kentucky Wesleyan's pulled ahead here on a big, big run. And the Ravens get the nine and three. Are you buying or selling them as the best team in the AFC? Selling. 
They're just too inconsistent. Incons- I say every team in the in the in the league is kind of inconsistent I, outside I, I, Philly. They've got to find their wide receiver workout, but I'll still take in the playoffs when it comes cutting time to win championship trophies. I'll take Mahomes right now. Still, yeah, no, I, I think it could be an interesting playoff matchup. Are you surprised? Let me ask you a question. Are you surprised Frank Reich was fired before Staley? I mean. They both deserve to be. I mean, <laughs> right? It's it's. I don't know how you hire a guy and you turn the reins over to him, but in in like what a very small. What is it? 10, 11, 12 games or whatever. You you think you know what you got? I mean, it, to me, that's on you for hiring him. Yeah. Like that. So I mean, the, you're, the ownership there is a complete dumpster fire. How about the Broncos? Speaking of a bad start, it could have fired Sean Payton after his one and five start. But and I, I would have because I'm not a Sean Payton fan. But they're back. They blow the Browns out of the water, and there's six games in a row. Now. They did, and they're playing really well. Their defense is playing really well. You know, DTR goes out. I guess Joe Flacco may be the, the, the quarterback of the Browns next week if DTR can't get well, out of Miles concussion. Garrett's hurt. They're, gonna, they're in yeah, bigger trouble yeah, than the quarterback yeah, if, spot. If Garrett's out for any length of time, then the Browns are going to tank. Yeah, it's it, – I don't know, man. The Browns have all the talent. It just ha- it, I don't understand the play calling. Like, you're driving down to, to try to take the lead, and you've been running it six or seven yards a clip and you want to try some wide receiver reverse Man, throwback pass and it just blows up in your face. I don't understand Stefanski's play calling sometimes. That's Stefanski to a T. He did that in Minnesota as well. Packers defeat the Lions all the way back on Thanksgiving, but is Love, are you rolling with Love? You look at his numbers. His numbers, his first 10 start or 11 starts in the NFL is better than numbers that Aaron Rodgers put up in his first 11 starts in the NFL. Yeah, well, I'm not taking, I, I, I eyeball test tells me he's not going to be Rodgers. I think he will be a franchise quarterback for them. I don't, I don't, I'm not buying it. I hope they stay with him. In my mind, like, so that tells me, I'm cheering for the Packers to win enough games and not get a quarterback. So that tells me that I love to play Jordan Love two years, uh, two times a year for the next decade. But the, the Lions are nothing more than the 2022 Minnesota Vikings. They are Probably, pretenders. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, they're pretenders. The de- say, defense isn't good enough. Talk about the, the Panthers. You do realize the Panthers' ownership, he has fired three coaches in five years. Yeah. I mean, Who's going to go take that job? Yeah, good luck finding something. It's going to become like the Texans. Job, no one wanted it. You know, know. And, and, and they, they've kind of started to rebuild that there. I know that was a tough loss for them yesterday. Uh, you know, doinked off the crossbar, but Jacksonville sitting at uh, eight and three now leads that division. But that's a big win. Tre- Trevor Lawrence needed that win. He did. He, he botches another big game, and you start to wonder if he's not another. You know, uh, uh, Herbert out there. Very, very well could be. It was a big win for them. But I tell you what, that thing was what a half a yard short. If it's a half a yard more. Uh, no, with fifty-eight yards. You know, it's tough. Even though it wasn't tough for 59 for, for Elliott and the Eagles. The Cowboys 45-10. I know you just mentioned Dak. I mean, are they are you buying into the Cowboys being an actual contender or do they, do they need to beat somebody Listen, with a winning record? Listen, until Mike McCarthy first? can win some playoff games, I'm not buying anything. 45-10 is impressive. They're, they're, their defense is unreal. The thing about Dallas is they're, they're destroying bad teams. Yes. Like, it's not they're, – they're leaving no doubt. They just got to get a couple wins, a signature wins. How about Steichen for Coach of the Year? 
He's in the mix. He's Six in the mix. Six and five He's with the in Colts. The mix. And they're, they're in a playoff spot right what now. What I just said, I also think that you got to go with Texans coach has got to be in the mix. Yeah, I mean. I but, mean, that, that, that thing was left for dead. No, there's no doubt. No, but I mean, but look at what Steichen's done with the, with the, with the backup quarterback. Oh, I know. Too. I know. I mean, hey, you know, Gardner so. Minshew's the best backup quarterback outside of Cooper Rush. Steichen was a great hire he for was. the Colts. So, yeah, you know, you come from that, uh, that tree there in Philly. Steelers 16 to 10 went over Cincy. Is, are the Steelers the worst 7 and 4 team in NFL history? They're close, but I will say, you know, they fired Matt Canada, had a new offense coordinator, and finally for the first time in, like, I don't know how many games in a row it had been. I think since Canada's been there, they went over 400 total yards. They scored 16 points. I know, but they did, sc- they they did scored finally, 16. Hold on, they did finally they put scored up 16 yards. points they against the backup quarterback. I'm just Let's not get you. too excited about the, the I'm, offense I'm, of the Steelers. It's better with him than it is with Canada. We'll, we'll see. But, no, I don't think they're a great team. I'd have to look at the quarterbacks that the Steelers have faced this year. It's got to be like a USFL lineup. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's got to be one of the worst lineup All of you can do, but if, if a college does that, you talk about how college football is rigged. Well, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the NFL is not rigged. <laughs> I watch it every week, and I'm still not sure that it's not. 49ers dominate Seattle. Are they all the way back? Yes. Who went? You know, just quickly off the top of your head, Eagles 49ers this week. Who you taking? Where's it at? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I I'm going to go with the home team. Hey, that's fair. That's I'm taking the Eagles until they prove otherwise. How about Karina Conley? She's taking it to the rock. Finishing at the rim with the harm there. Last but not least, Falcons defeat the Saints. The winner of the South has a losing record, true or false? True, and what they're going to do is they're going to let them draw straws at the end and figure out who the winner is. <laughs> Might as well. I can't win it on the field. But, uh, hey, I'll tell you what, tomorrow we'll do the boys' top ten. We'll have some high school basketball results for you and get you set for Catholic Mayfield at State. Don't and don't forget. forget. Tailgate Show Friday brought to you by Muster Funeral Home. Man, if you're an Aces fan, you got to be there. We'll see you tomorrow live at 5. You've been listening to Live at 5 on 1027 The Game. Special thanks to Foreman Watson Haltry for sponsoring the preceding broadcast. FWHlegal.com. Tune in next time for Live at 5 on 1027 The Game. Jim Basketball, the Carolina Panthers today firing.